0: Is film like milk? Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's. Mm, damn it. <laughs> Whole milk. Skim milk. Medium milk.
1: I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Hi, and welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we decide if a film has gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind. I am one of your hosts, Paris Herbert Taylor, and with me as ever is my good friend, David William Rogers. Hello to you, sir. It's
0: David. Farfig Nugent Rogers, thank you very much. Oh my goodness. How are you doing, Paris? I'm
1: doing okay. For those that don't know, which is everyone, because mostly it's people that we don't know that listen to the podcast, I think. Although I'm sure we have our loyal family and friend fans. Um, I had a crazy allergic reaction this week to the point where I did have to go to urgent care. Um, Thankfully, not my throat closing over or anything like that, but a super fucked up puffy... Eyelid situation. And what's crazy, David, is I posted about it on my Instagram, which is at Oparissimo, if you want to find me. And uh, a bunch of people that I know, mostly, oh no, all exclusively women, reached out to me as well and said, you know what, this actually happened to me. So, you know, the first questions the doctors ask you when something fucked up like that happens is like, what did you eat? Did you, you know, do something different? Did not. Literally had an egg with cheese on a low carb tortilla wrap for breakfast and Earl Grey tea with a bit of half and half, all things that I have, you know, Uh, frequently. And the only thing that was kind of different was I took some uh, pain meds for my period and I've taken them before, but that's the only thing I can point to. And especially if women are now saying to me that they are having allergic reactions too, I'm like, what's going on? I mean, it could all be, I don't want to start getting tin, tin foil hat over here, but very strange. And very concerning and very weird and I definitely looked kind of fucked up you saw a picture
0: yeah it was that's definitely got to be scary for you especially if it hasn't happened and it's not anything out of the ordinary that you're eating and your diet Mm -hmm. but yeah I think you should get like a food sensitivity test or something like that I think I'm going to my mom's had a couple pretty bad ones where like her lights went out like she didn't remember stuff for a few hours from allergic reactions so do you
1: want to know a funny story? So when I was actually on my way to a coffee to do like a, just a general meeting with another person that works in the business. And as I'm like parking my car, I'm like, God, I feel so out of it. I've kind of felt like I was drunk or something, but I sort of shook it off. I was like, Oh, maybe I'm just like tired, whatever. Um, go to the coffee meeting, have this whole meeting for like an hour and a half. Great gal really enjoyed meeting her. She's like, I think I'm going to keep working from the coffee shop. So, um, I'm going to go try to find a table outside. I'm like, okay, no worries. And I had texted Scott, like, hey, can you come pick me up? I don't know if I should be driving. I just feel really weird. So he Ubered over. And when he got there, he's like, what the fuck is wrong with your face? And so I didn't even know that my eyes... So this poor girl, I actually ended up emailing her being like, by the way, this isn't what I look like. It's
0: it's like uh, that scene from Hitch. Yeah. uh... His face is blowing (laughs) up. Yeah. So, yeah, it was
1: very... I, I proceeded to have... A few more meetings that day um, and had to explain to people that my eyelids were kind of swollen. And then even like, yeah, anyway, I went to the doctor. They gave me like a steroid and like a really strong antihistamine. But Mm. in Australia, this stuff is, well, not necessarily steroids, but my dad has pretty bad allergies um, to like pollen and stuff. So it could be related to that. But he was like, just go to the chemist or the pharmacist and get like a strong over-the-counter antihistamine. But in America, y'all don't like to do that. And I don't know why. It's not like what? I'm gonna crush it up and make it into Over like, the
0: counter. Well th- yeah, yeah, they don't want a, you know, breaking bad situation where you just start coming uh, Walter Is that what White
1: you can do with antihistamines? I mean I, I think so.
0: You might I be don't able know to do that.
1: Uh, but yeah, it was a whole it was a whole thing. I mean, for those that don't live in the US, it was like <laughs> I mean, I'm puffy, I feel weird, I'm freaking out, I don't understand the medical system here, and I was like, fuck this country, like no offense, America, but your medical system's kind of trash. So that kind of leads me to the film that we're talking <laughs> about today. Don't be taking strong things over the counter. Yes. David, what is the film we're doing today?
0: Today we are doing Love Potion number nine. This is 1992, directed and written by Dale Lalner. And it stars Tate Donovan as Paul, Sandy Bullock as Diane, uh, Mary Mari, Dale Midkiff, great last name. Uh, mm-hmm. Dylan Baker, who probably people would recognize in this movie. Blake Clark, who's been in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies. So uh, yeah, semi-familiar s- cast. Young, yeah, San- a some- young Sandy B. Yeah, so super super cute. young. Yeah,
1: super. Is this like one of her first films? It I might like it be. Is. Yeah. Yeah. She's she very blowing young. up,
0: and then she did um, that movie with Matthew McConaughey. Um, like in the South, like, you know, with uh, nice. Samuel L. Jackson too. But um, yeah, I had seen this movie before and you had not, right? You hadn't yeah, known Yeah, this is a David it. suggestion. I brought you, this up to- You
1: brought it up a few times yeah. and been like, we should do this. And then this week it just felt very right. good,
0: yeah. So I had seen this and, you know, like you have something in your life. And I'm like, I kind of remember this and I feel like this thing is- probably aged horribly it's probably a little fucked up um since i last seen it because i remember bits and parts but like as we get into this podcast there were some parts that i forgot and i'm like oh my god this is gonna go south real quick and then mm-hmm. some parts didn't right and i was like oh i misremembered and then some parts did so i hadn't seen this in a very long time to where i forgot some of the you know yeah. some of the story
1: yeah and we don't always watch movies together it's really fun when we do watch the films together for podcasts but it's also kind of fun I think when we watch them separately, because I sent you like a picture of the TV screen of like the main guy looking kind of fucking creepy. And <laughs> you were like, that's nothing just like he's, he just had a, yeah. So let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to do the, the synops- synopsis? Quick? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is a film about, you know, a guy and a girl that are like biochemists. I mean, it really kind of follows the guy character, but he's not very, you know, good with the ladies. He doesn't really talk to them. He's not very cool, whatever. And, the the setup is so dumb he's like me and my three buddies every week we do something different and one week we decide to go to this gypsy woman that's the entry point of the film and they go to this <laughs> gypsy woman and kind of immediately she's like giving him a palm reading she accuses him of being gay which is very age like milk yes, because yep. just cuz just cuz you don't have a lot of like girlfriends sex or yeah. whatever doesn't mean you're whatever like kissy anyway, boy or something like that assumptions yeah. yeah fucking hell and pretty quickly, she just offers up this potion that he doesn't really believe in. And she's like, it'll make, you know, people be in, of the opposite sex be intoxicated by you, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't believe it. He takes like a little piece of paper of it. She gives him like a freebie sort of like a perfume sample, I suppose, in a little folded up paper. He goes home, goes on with his life, throws the thing in the bin. The cat gets a hold of it or licks it or something, Milk drips on it. And then he wakes up in the middle of the night. There's all these cats, like, chasing his cat, you know, screaming, yowling. And the cat's like, what the fuck? So he figures out it's this piece of paper. He takes it to his lab where Sandy B, also not very fortunate in the opposite sex attraction department. And they, like, break it down and they create this mouth spray that they realize lasts for four hours. And there's this whole sort of, like, garbage, like, scientific <laughs> explanation about how it tickles the ear hairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get we get a real like explanation. Frequency, like It's a different frequency. When yeah. Talk. There's a pointing involved, you know, there's a, there's a chart
0: <laughs> here, like here and here
1: with, yeah. One of the little metal, like <laughs> things that like a lecturer would have. Mm. And basically the film unravels as it, you think it would, they're both very dorky. Uh, Sandra Bullock has her pre miscongeniality. I was like, she loves a miscongeniality. I said that while
0: we're watching too. Yeah. She's got um, like a
1: mustache. She's wearing glasses. And then lo and behold, you pull her hair her back. Yeah. Yep. And she's, she's hot, which my friend, Jen, our friend, Jen is always like, is she ugly or is she poor? Like she said that to me before, because I've got, you know, on a week where I've been like, Oh, I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to blow out and like my makeup or whatever. And she's like, damn, you know, it's like, yeah, you could look like that all the time if you have the cash. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, the film unravels as you would imagine it does. And let's talk about it. Yeah, The ending, I will spoil spoiler alert. The two main characters end up together. It turns out they liked each other all along, but yeah. the path to getting there, let's, yeah. let's talk about it. Paul and Diane. Paul and a Diane. Love story.
0: <laughs> 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 so basically it, it starts off like, okay, um, Tate Donovan, Paul's character, he, he's in a bar talking to this blonde lady. Um, he gets shut down. And I was watching this with my girlfriend, and we had a discussion about her in general. So I wanted to ask you how you felt about the first blonde mm-hmm. lady at the bar. He gets paid $100 to go talk to her because he's a shy guy. And he walks up to her. She's got her back turned, minding her own business, talking to her friend. And then she kind of just shits on him right away. She's like, what makes you think I'm interested in you? Did I, did I smile at you? Did I say hi to you? And, I'm, and my girlfriend's kind of like, oh, man, as she's talking, she's kind of a bitch, which she does get like a little... Mean and hateful. Towards she goes the too end. far. Yeah. Exactly, sure. but I was like the first part of her little speech. There, I agree with her. Um, I did too. Unwarranted guy coming up to her at the bar, just like, "Hey, I buy you drinks." Like I'm minding my business, having fun with my friends. What, like, why are you coming up to me? I'm glad you
1: brought me? the. I'm glad you brought this up because I also felt that that was, I mean, she did go too far yeah. and she started being like, look at your clothes. Yeah. Look at this, look, look at you, that. Look and then me. that all comes back in the end when he does have the potion, he kind of puts her words back in her face. Um, but I do agree, you know, listen, being a woman in society, you know, we have different ways of moving through the world. You're a man of color. I'm a woman, you know, I can't compare those two, but I will say the female experience in my experience, and it sounds like Libby's as well, your girlfriend is like, you could just be a woman literally doing anything and a man thinks that's an invitation to come and like speak to you. You know, if, I, if I'm if i just chatting with friends at a bar, if I'm walking my dog down the street, the number of times I've been approached and exactly what that character said, like, I didn't look at you, I didn't, sp-. you know, being a female, I want to say from my own experience is constantly being on the defense, yeah. right? And that's not even me being like, oh, I'm so attractive. that people come up to me all the time. It's literally like, you could be, in the grocery store feeling avocados trying to decide which one and a guy is going to come up potentially and say something weird not every guy Mm -hmm. but it happens i think more frequently did this
0: happen to you like in um, australia and hong kong as well so this is what and what i'm getting to is like at some point it became like a societal human norm for like men to be like this is how you attract opposite sex yes. yeah this is how if you want to date if you want to get interested in somebody if you think you like somebody this is how it works you just mm. walk right up to them you got you need a little confidence and you say hey how's it going or hey avocado there what's I picked a <laughs> <Yeah>. good one <laughs> i like the <laughs> way you like, ha- yeah. handle those, <laughs> those soft avocados. Yeah, yeah yeah and then it just has always been that and guys as they grow up and older men telling them like this, how it works. And then in movies, just like we see, this is how it works. This is how you pick up a female. If you want to date somebody, this is what needs to happen. Not eye contact first. And then maybe double a little bit later, if she's still smiling, then Hey, like,
1: but also even smiling is not an invitation, you know. Like, but I've I'm seen... saying
0: if it keeps happening, that's what yeah. I'm kind of getting to. Like, if you're stay if you're we're at a bar and you keep looking over at me and I sure. smile and then I like maybe like wave to you and then you are right. like you smile again and wave back. Then I every then it, animal has a mating dance, yeah, right? Exactly. Like humans Peacock are... and all that But stuff. also,
1: like you know, if you're a woman and you just smile at someone because you're like, oh, let me get around to you, yeah. or you know, if you're in a service industry, like working a cashier or like being a waiter, the number of guys that are, are like. Oh, this waitress is like flirting with me. It's like, she's doing her fucking job. And she's trying, you know yeah. I mean?
0: She's trying to make her money and get, yeah, get some tips for sweetheart.
1: But in general, it is interesting to me that, that the societal norm is men approach, women don't. This movie kind of talks about that because, well, even then, like Sandra Bullock's character, she's kind of coquettish and she's like, eh, and then men just come up to her. And then I think part of the fun in games is like our lead character, Paul starts getting hit on by women. he's like, this is great. You know, this is his dream to have like women flocking to him, but yeah, human interaction. I think you're, you're right. There's like clues. Um, I think this film makes a point that if you, I think there is a subtext here that if you are attractive and charming and have money, you know, that's a different conversation. And I I know men talk about this too, where it's like, well, if I was, you know, if you've, maybe a girl rebuffs you and then you lay down like the Mercedes keys and she's like, oh, hi, actually, yeah, you know?
0: Here's uh, always Sonny had a great, um one like uh <laughs> he pulls his keys out of his pocket and he dropped a like magnum condom. Oh. <laughs> it's like for my monster dong. Yeah, for my monster dog, exactly. Yeah. And I, I actually know guys back in the day that would um, do that with their keys, like even if it was like God not God. a great gear, you know the car could be twenty years old, but as long as it's right. like a status symbol, like a BMW key, they'd put it down. Or like I, I seen, yeah. like, um, the guy I forgot what it was from, but he he just bought a motorcycle helmet. And he didn't have a motorcycle. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just walk into a bar with the motorcycle friends. Does helmet.
1: it? I think Joey pretends he has a car. One of the characters, and he has yeah. like a Ferrari hat and a Ferrari jacket, <laughs> and it's like okay. I mean, listen. I don't think either of us are specifically like materialistic. I mean, we both ended up with partners that we like met out and knew and like it's definitely personality based. Look, I have a girlfriend that's actively dating, and she texted me and another girl being like, he wants to go to a cheesecake factory. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast because she's gonna know it's exactly her, and it just <laughs> happened recently. And, you know, we were like, I was like, great, like I love cheesecake, you know, Huge exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so many choices. But she was like, I don't know if that's really a vibe for a first date. And then another girlfriend was like, Well, some guys, like, you know, pick you up in the shittier car. Like, there's this, just like the games that we play. Which is ridiculous you know?
0: because it's like, You know, and then to prove, to test exactly. And then you see like these, these popular shows like love and blind and stuff is love is blind on Netflix. And then that's like how love blind exit. Yeah. Like that's how it should start. So if I, I've asked women out like on the apps and stuff like that, um, like multiple times, like, Hey, do you want to like, Oh, you play basketball or you played basketball that's on their profile. Like, do you want to go like shoot, shoot around one day Mm -hmm. and grab coffee? I don't think that's a first date like all right bitch like then see it. delete you know what I mean what what's the difference between us going to a fancy dinner and spending money or just spending it's spending time together no matter what we're doing we're trying to see if we're compatible so whether that's getting some shots up having coffee or going to some fancy ass dinner and a bunch of drinks
1: yeah I mean some people do have like those weird rules like we have another mutual friend that was like if the guy doesn't pay on the first date that's the sec- there's no second date and when i moved here i didn't subscribe to that like in australian culture i you know not to speak for all australians my experience was you know if you if we went on a date you bought dinner i'd be like oh let me get this next round yeah. you know and then i mean okay first of all there is no denying that men make <laughs> 75 cents on the dollar you know women make less so i'm not going down that rabbit hole but th- yeah that's a whole other thing where it's like if you're testing people at the beginning, like if she's saying the coffee and basketball sounds great, personally I don't want to sit down opposite someone for two hours. Like, what if they suck? Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's, it's a casual way to meet. Yeah, and that's but if thing. you have these rules, you're going to preclude yourself from potentially meeting a great guy. And
0: you're starting off your relationship that way. Yeah, I'm setting this boundary up, and if you don't cross this hurdle or can't get over it, then we're done here from the jump.
1: Right, like you pay for me, Uh, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) But okay, so then, like, let's let's pivot that into the discussion about this Mm -hmm. film. So, I think we'll just go out and say it that there is a huge rape subtext. Oh my god! And
0: this is why I wanted to do this movie because this is, and I'm trying to figure it out as I'm rewatching it. So the love potion, it's no love potion number eight. That he gets from the gypsy and And then then they they make their own love potion nine. Exactly. No, they don't. um, that comes at the end that's when they find true love they just oh, they it's they're right. supposed to dilute it 1000 to 1 so mm-hmm. um Tate Donovan and Sandy Bullock do that they each get a little sprayer right um almost like uh like it's mouth like a spray mints. yeah i yeah. i forgot what uh, we used to call them. but um they go out in the wild basically and see if this thing works and then she like starts dating some italian guy who buys her Um, a necklace and then it was kind of funny too because she's got a piece of shit car and he's pursuing her he's like oh this is your car i'm this is my family i own this company and then she takes ends up taking the the necklace and they're constantly tested on are they going to abuse this power this new power that they have and they both do and then on Mm -hmm. tate donovan's side it's kind of super fucked up because he's going into like a, a freshman dorm or like sorority rush week house. sorority house and up. all the lights are going off so he's basically and this he is gang, like date rapes. well like date yeah. rape right like yeah. you might as well be calling it like dropping a mickey in someone's drink but they yeah. don't show sandy bullock do it but she's doing the exact same thing with these she's guys.
1: using hers for like money but and I, status and yeah
0: like she's having sex with these guys too I oh mean, for sure that's what i'm saying so with against their will basically mm-hmm. both of them are doing you're putting something in someone's system that um makes them act a different way.
1: We should also back up and say, so it lasts four hours, and then we do get to see <coughs> excuse me, I'm still recovering from that crazy cold I had a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um uh Paul's friends, Tate Donovan's friends, friends in quotation marks, because who does this, hire <laughs> him a hooker or a, a party girl to go hang out. She cases the joint, she goes through his medicine cabinet, she takes his spray bottle. He doesn't realize, and then she basically uses it on him, and he has this great stereo and she takes it.
0: Yeah. Well, he gives it to her. Right? He,
1: uh, he under
0: under you know the, Under the uh, thing. Under the influence then of the love he potion He
1: sits on the curb and he's just like thinking about her. And then we see afterwards he feels like shit. So we have to imagine that these women that are sleeping with him afterwards go, he knows what's happening to yeah. him, which is that he's taking the potion and she must have found it. These women are like, what the fuck was I thinking? It's like, it's like getting date raped and then like sort of victim blame or, um, what's the word? Like gaslighting yourself being like, why did I sleep with him? And then, you know, you hear all these things in the media. Oh, well, she was drunk. What were you wearing? It's like, I'm sure that's the subtext like if this wears off and they go what the fuck like this yeah. blonde woman would never sleep with this guy
0: exactly
1: these these freshman students maybe some of them are not have never slept with anybody yeah. like it's just so, it, so fucked up and
0: then like for them to have that conversation with each other the next day like this guy mm. was in our house you know going room to room and then he gets arrested right like it's uh it's very very creepy that scene and they kind of make it like uh uh, orchestra with the lights going off with music on <laughs> different <laughs> rooms that he's in <laughs> yeah yeah so it's uh i mean
1: it's it that's the i mean that's really the big thing mm-hmm. of this whole film and i think it, it does lead to interesting conversations about like dating and society and stuff like that but i cannot believe this film was made yeah
0: but th- that's the thing you even if you're kind of like just you're a great person, you just have bad luck, you're not the most well put together because you don't have much money, which I also want to talk about because it looked like Tate Donovan and Sandy Bullock worked at the same spot, but he had a nice car, uh better her apartment, things like that. And she she was like I'm on the shit end of the stick. But um that doesn't give you any kind of right to still manipulate people. Hell no. Right. Um, so like they are not good people to me in this movie. Uh, once they once they cross that line uh, well okay
1: and let's back up to to talk about the the lady of the night um is it marissa
0: uh i think so mary Mary marie yeah yeah
1: okay so she was like she finishes up the love potion that she stole from paul and she's like i need more because she comes back and she's got everything she's ever wanted you know she's been seducing these people at the same time sandy bullock had this like kind of on again, off again guy that was in the background. Um, what's his name? Dale.
0: Yeah. Is that Dale Midcliffe? Dale. Yeah. Kiff, Gary.
1: Or is it Gary? Gary, yeah, yeah. Gary. So Gary is the, the character's name and he comes back into the picture and okay, let's back up. So when they're on the potion, our two lead characters will not talk to each other cause they don't want to seduce each other with mm-hmm. this thing. So they just like are silent around one another and then they decide to meet up with no potion and they have this like amazing week where they actually realize that they're in love. And then all of a sudden, and he's like, oh my God, I didn't even need this potion because he has no more potion left because it got stolen. And then it's like, oh my God, I was in love with her all along. There is a breadcrumb in the beginning that she is his type, but he thinks she has a boyfriend and the friends are kind of giving him a hard time. So yeah, they fall in love and, and it's this like beautiful rom-com thing. And then all of a sudden, uh, like a switch flips and she's back with Gary. You know, Gary kind of came by the house when she was dating the Prince of England mm-hmm. played by that one guy that you said was super recognizable. <laughs> and he's kind of jealous. And then all of a sudden, yeah, she's all in love with him. And Paul figures out that Gary has taken, has bought that potion off the gypsy woman and is using it. He always checks in every four hours. You know, he calls her send, on her fu- yeah. cell phone. Or and Sandra in. Bullock is just like totally under spell. Anyway, he starts to suspect this. He tells Marissa the prostitute that this guy has the potion she goes and grabs it does not realize that she has to dilute it or like d- ignores him yeah takes a drop of the very sticky gross looking almost like blood yeah. liquid and in the beginning we see that when they're testing it on the chimps the undiluted version he's basically she the female chimp locks herself in the cage because the male chimp is like humping the cage which i'm like so the subtext again is like rape so yeah. she's running yeah marissa is running from this group of men screaming she at every coughs
0: time. she goes into the wedding to try to break mm-hmm. it up because she uh gary and her like talk to each other on the potion and then they're kind of in love for a second and he wears off for him she walks into the wedding uh between gary and sandra bullock and she coughs all of the men turn around and they're like going Ape shit, basically. Like, for you. real. I, I and they like beating on their chest, pulling their ties off. The women, because the women, it's the opposite effect for opposite sex they were like calling her a bitch and calling her all this other stuff it makes them hostile, and then yeah. she puts a door she runs out the door puts a chair up against the lock and they start chasing her down the road and it's just a weird ass scene and this is at the end of the scene she gets stuck at the end of the alley that's where i was like oh fuck this is about to turn really no bad. she tells
1: them say st- she tells them stop yeah, yeah but
0: i thought beforehand i'm like so did I. oh my god this is here apart. we go yeah and then they start listening to her every command she's like you know basically hop finger on your nose, do all this stuff. And she like smiles, like Mindless look slaves. at the power that she has now yeah. over all these men.
1: But we should back up as well and talk about love potion number nine, the title of the film, which is kind of tricksy because mm-hmm. it happens at the very end. So uh, Paul returns to the gypsy woman who I'm like, where is your gypsy license? This cannot be legal. Uh, <laughs> just doling out. I had to go to, you know, several locations yesterday to get steroids and antihistamine while my eyes looked like two like blown up balloons you gotta get yourself
0: a gypsy woman this guy is just handing out
1: potions yeah so he goes back and he wants the potion and she's like i'm so sorry i sold it to someone else you know it's a one-time thing and so he gets potion number nine which is basically if you put in a water or a cup or something you both drink from the cup and then you kiss and then if it's this pot got a little convoluted <laughs> for me. And then you
0: wait five minutes, and then, then you wait if, five minutes. If you both have loved each other truly, for you'll, real, you'll love each other ever that forever for that much that you loved each other. At the, but like if you don't,
1: peak. it's something about sweat uh, mule, su- of
0: a, mule of a sweat. If you kiss somebody, sweat of a mule. Yeah, yeah. that you don't love, it's uh, you taste you have a shitty taste in your mouth. And then like if so, basically if Tate Donovan kissed Sandra Bullock and Tate loved her. And Sandy didn't love him back. He was going to love her forever and would never get over it. And Not she would just it. be like, whatever. Yeah. Joe, she
1: would hate him. I think it was. Them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And so Gary, the character play. uh, Yeah. He does accidentally drinks it, doesn't realize. And she's over it. And then Sandra Bullock, Diane, falls back in love with Paul, played by Tate. Yeah. It's the ending is they were like, fuck, we got 20 minutes. What are we doing here? Like, let's let's pick it up. Just yeah, not great. Like uh-uh. coercing someone into marriage, you know, I kept thinking Gary and Diane's relationship is so abusive. Like he's keeping her, he's telling her to drop her friends. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know, although it is using a potion or a spell or whatever, like there's magicalness to it. It's too, it it was a bit triggering. It was a bit too real. Yeah. I had a boyfriend in college that was controlling. very controlling. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that.
0: But fuck that. It's kind of, um, yeah, Gary should guy's ass beat, but also I'm, i was talking about this now there's a like a plot hole for me no Mm -hmm. way this guy gary is staying with sandra bullock once he finds out what he can do with this potion Mm. right no matter like how much of a glow-up she had he was only there like trying to get you know late night sex basically hit it and quit it
1: yeah she he could have had her as a girlfriend the whole time
0: yeah exactly and then once he finds out he can do this to women you're kidding me like there's no way he's just going to try to marry her he's going to be off trying to fuck every out el- everything he can trying to get power you know what i mean so yeah. it's kind of like that that didn't add up as we're weird. talking about well, this
1: actually that kind of was a plot hole throughout the film mm-hmm. i thought because sandy's character diane you know she's dating the prince of england yeah <laughs> and then she's like nah i was really in love with my lab partner this whole time like (laughs) i get it it's trying to say something about like true love but there's no way that
0: you're giving up but that's that's per person right so maybe she's Mm. that much of a like a uh big hearted good person that she's like you know what this is wrong for me to manipulate this guy this can't last sure. forever She with wants Prince real love. Yeah. yeah i want real love so i'm gonna stick it with chaffrey
1: i think it's jeffrey <laughs> <laughs> I think it game
0: of yeah time. yeah oh you got poison too um so it's like it is interesting but like what would you do if you had this power because i feel like i would i would be like um find some Monster of industry, businesswoman, have her sign her company over to me. You know what I mean? Uh, like, if you really wanted, like, you could do anything
1: with I these mean, people. Like, you could go to like, you could yeah. become
0: president if yeah. you wanted I think to.
1: That's probably where I would go with it. It's like just charm people to like get to the top of where I want to go. Yeah, <clears throat> I wouldn't like to honestly think of myself with this power because I do think absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. And even though I might say like I'm a good person, I would never you know, do this, this, and this, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'd suddenly be, you know, it'd be sweet talking the real estate agents, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, you know, be living in a sick house in the hills, you know.
0: See, but Uh, I I felt like if you found some, I would justify it. Me personally, if I knew they were bad people, mm. me taking a little something from them. You know, like getting them to sign yeah. something over, or like you said, like a real estate, like having somebody sell me their house for 10 bucks. Like, yeah, yeah. If they were like dirt people. <laughs>
1: I mean, it would be interesting to see the um, Promising Young Woman love potion number nine mashup where a woman just like has that power and goes on like, you a know, terror. basically only targets like, you know, shitty white guys. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> could be a, that could
0: be a thriller, right? Like, a, yeah, like a scary movie. Got she just power. gets them to do crazy shit.
1: I just don't see people using date rape-esque drugs in films now, you know, as a, a, as a, this is a light rom-com, essentially. This is,
0: this is a bad idea. Oh my God, I was trying to look up some articles, like it got like a one on Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) and then people were like, oh, this is my favorite Sandra, Sandra Bullock movie, but rewatching it, it, uh, I
1: saw someone was like, this is my favorite Sandra Bullock movie and the second one is Speed and the third one's Miss Geniality. I'm like, okay, well, those two movies that you mentioned, second and third, do not have the same... (laughs) I'm sure there's problems in them and we'd have to revisit them, but like far out, man. This is purely hinging on... And you can call it a cute thing and it's a gypsy. That's a drug dealer. Yeah. Handing out Rohypnol, basically.
0: Yeah. Um, Also... I, we had one black cop uh okay. with a couple yeah, lines low. at the end mm-hmm. i was like yeah you know he's doing it for the brothers and i was laughing at myself with uh watching mm-hmm. with libby and then libby was like because um there is a black couple when paul's or tate donovan's at the at the bar as they're doing like the montage where he's t- running through all these women and he reaches over to the right so there's a black couple on his left and a white couple on his right, and he like whispers to the girl on his on the right side to get her from his man. And mm. there's no like interracial mm-hmm. at all, besides like maybe the Italian guy, if you want to say it, um, that she dated I mean, and got the necklace. Italians from.
1: are pretty pretty white. Yeah, in yeah. Terms of so. European
0: it was uh, that yeah no that diversity that didn't age shocker. well yeah shocker for a early 90s movie no
1: he's only interested in the first year college girls living in the sorority house yeah. which is fucking great. i was like how old is this guy i was trying to figure we were out. talking like, about that too 26
0: 27 because yeah, he's i mean he's got a decent job and he's been sounds like he had been working for a little while and he doesn't yeah. look like he just graduated to college
1: 30 yeah gross like, gross yeah, gross. yeah. Lots of problems, and then of course, you know, we always got to talk about like the the Bechdel test. I'm all the women just talk about dating men, like no one gives a fuck. <laughs> you know, even I think yeah, the most powerful speech in the whole film is at the beginning with the blonde woman who was like, "Did I look at you?" Like they really had a moment there, and then she like derailed it by being like, "I'm doing this so that you don't make this mistake again, and I'm actually here to help you," and yeah. blah 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 blah. Boy, oh boy. What uh, a film. What did
0: you think about the writing? I The way this movie ended, Sandra Bullock, it, he was like, actually, it's not five minutes for the potion number nine to It's six. I
1: said that out loud yeah. and Scott was like, whoa, because I am very good at guessing dialogue, Guess, yeah. especially if it's predictable as yeah. fuck, which this was. So he yeah, comes, was silly. she
0: comes out though and she's like, I'm sorry. And he goes, it's all right. And they kiss and that's the end of the movie. I'm like, are you serious? Like, you She's two like, how we are many- supposed to love each other so much? And you're just, I'm sorry, it's Honestly, all right. Honestly, you guys should get Let's a TV get out of here. <laughs>
1: full blood work because he's been with probably thousands of women yeah, at this point. Yeah, I that's a no for me, dog. I'm yeah. like, listen, I'm gonna need to see damn
0: results. But you I mean, give give me something with the dialogue yeah. at the end. There. Even
1: even that week when they fall in love, that's such a montage like wedged in. It's yeah. like, and the, and I was like. If you, if you went to the bathroom for a minute and a half, you would miss that and be like, wait, they're in love now? Yeah. What happened here? They
0: like each other? Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. So for me, the writing, not to shit on the writer, but it's a very slap together ending, my personal opinion. I Listen, the problematic issues, yes, very real. Mm-hmm. Is it an interesting concept? Sure. You know, kind of a fun what-if game that, when you take a step back you're like we're just describing date rape drugs right now um but at least like that was you know there's sort of tension and stakes with the different people and and stuff like that and then yeah the ending's just like oh shit time
0: he wrote my cousin vinny
1: oh i haven't seen that
0: oh really that's that's a good movie um well we will have to get in in. dirty rotten uh, scoundrels in 1988 yeah he he wrote a couple uh the hustle I never saw yeah, that. That's he, a good film. He wrote that. It's 2019. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I did see that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's got a couple credits, but this one is like.
1: Ew. ew. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, it is interesting. I love seeing like Dylan Baker and obviously Sandra Bullock and Tate Donovan, like all of these people, you know, went on to do cool things yeah i think rebecca's
0: stop too she looks familiar the one that he reaches out to hmm. in the bar Hmm. she's looks like she's still acting
1: i mean sandra is the biggest name to come out of that film yeah like she's a ledge she's a legend she's got
0: 92 credits uh cynthia the blonde in the bar Hmm. yeah still still working love to see it
1: Sandra Bullock is like rom-com royalty in my mind. I know she's obviously gone on to do things like bird box and like speed was not a rom-com, although there was a, you know, romance yeah, to it. She was but funny
0: in it too, though, in speed.
1: She's really funny. She's yeah. great. I mean, I, I, I will say like the acting was great. I didn't feel like it was contrived. I was watching a show last night, which I will not name in shame, but the, like acting of one of the actors, I was like, Oh, like it's just so obvious when, when it's not, authentic when pe- you know? somebody's
0: actually going through it not just like mm. face acting mm. yeah
1: but that didn't bother me um you know it is very 90s the outfits oh my god 92 i mean that's basically the 80s so you've got like A lot of the big shoulder pad type looks, the hair.
0: Gary's outfits, the big ass suit coats with like a bright color shirt, button up tucked in underneath. And I said that to him. I was like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? I'm like, I'm going to get a couple of these. (laughs) these You know what?
1: The the fashion is swings and roundabouts. It's probably going to come back and be just the thing. But yeah, I mean, I think we've touched on all the things that kind of bothered us. This movie, I don't know. I'm like, it's worth a rewatch just because you're like, what the fuck? I found it on Amazon. I didn't see it streaming anywhere for free.
0: Did you find it No, it's saying it was like four bucks on Amazon. So you gotta yeah. you gotta pay the the toll to Jeff Bezos. But
1: you gotta pay the Jeffy toll.
0: Yeah, people are looking for a movie that you just wanna kinda be like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like this ninety is- minutes. And some of those just, are good to watch, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, this isn't one, you know, they're on nineties. 90s- oh. That's another thing that I thought was interesting when she's lying on the couch, uh, Diane's character, Sandy Bullock's cal- character, she's lying on the couch watching like sad romantic TV. Cause she feels all alone. It's stuff from like the fifties, yeah. which is just funny to me because you know, 1992 I think about the nineties and the early two thousands, like a lot of the rom-coms that we see referenced now in films, you know, Sleepless in Seattle and like all these classics had not been shot at the time. Yeah. I mean, those are her peers, so I just thought it was funny that the whenever you look at what people are watching to like, you know, cry over a breakup or whatever. Yeah, I just that is was interesting. interesting. Yeah. But definitely no diversity. No. No, no real strong women that, characters. I mean, Sandy's strong, but she also isn't. She also like lets things happen to her and she's like, oh my God, I'm just going along with the flow. It,
0: it makes me sad. Like I'm a, I'm Why? Bi- no, I'm saying like I'm biracial. Oh. So like to not put in people of different backgrounds having interest in each other in all of these movies, like not whatsoever is a little, a little, a little sad for me to, to see.
1: Yeah. It's, it's trash, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I'm so, so much more grateful that things are happening now that show different lives and people and, you know, people can fall in love from wherever the fuck Mm -hmm. you are from or what you look like. And I hate, you know, the boomers being like, everything's so woke now. I'm like, do you mean everything's so integrated? Like (laughs) you miss, white couples got together, you know, black couples got together. um, Yeah. It's annoying. It is. People are from everywhere. Um, but yeah, so let's give someone from the cast or crew a shout out. Why don't okay. you go first?
0: I went with Karen Cooper. Um she works in script and continuity department. She's mm-hmm. casting as well. Um so on this movie, she was in the casting department as a casting assistant. Um, so she's worked on a decent amount of movies, looks like 10 of them and she's got one casting um, credit, but shadow of a doubt in 91 switched at birth in 91. So it's, it's interesting to me like where she ended up, she did Muppet babies, which was a cartoon in the late eighties. I think I would probably watch that um, growing up, but it's, you know, she, she worked in the industry and as an assistant and casting, and you need these people to, to move projects along and to help out and she is probably she's probably a movie lover too just like us so just mm. wanted to shout out you know Karen Cooper we see you we and see we, you appreciate we appreciate you. you yeah
1: and i hope you're not a karen it sucks to be named karen these days it's my
0: mom's so. name and she's an angel
1: okay well i also went with somebody that doesn't usually get their moment in the sun i went for dawn fields she was a production assistant it looks like she went on to become a writer, producer, director. We love her. Triple hyphenate. Um recently she executive produced a short called Sis. She, like S-I-S. Mm-hmm. She did was a producer, senior executive on Her Mind and Pieces and the Edge of Her Mind anthology. But, you know, she's got a lot of things that she she did. She's got some upcoming things. I'm looking to see her director. She's got something in pre-production she did uh yeah a bunch of things in pre-production in production she has the river's edge which is a film by the looks of it that she's directing a young woman sets out on a dangerous and heartbreaking journey to reconnect with her little sister in the californian wilderness so you know productions assistants they don't get paid well um i hope everyone was really nice to her on this this set Ooh, that's all in the background but yeah for now dawn fields we see you and we, we appreciate see you and you. we
0: appreciate you uh quick comment on that yes don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. A friend of mine recently shot a project and she came there professionally, had all her lines down. Um, there's some, you know, middle of the road. I don't even like to like scale actors that way. But, um, yeah. you know, some people that have that have worked quite a bit. And She was just like off put like she should be happy. She she was happy. She got the opportunity and the job and she should be excited to work on something. But she was saying it was like a bad experience because some of these people Mm. are just awful. Like someone stepped on. Um, one of these actors lines and they lit this other actor up oh my God. and the direct and you know the director didn't say anything about it or do anything and she's like these people just were not professional and they just were not good people and I was like Jeez. well it's, it's good that you went through this experience because you know you know you saw this side of it and you're going to attract you know good people in the future and good mm. projects so it's is you know keep that mindset and that you can't treat people like that you should treat no. them well and be professional even if it's in a movie industry and if you have you know you're in three quarters of the movie and someone you're doing a scene with just has a couple lines or someone doing mm-hmm. the key grip or lighting you know don't be don't be a fucking prick right and that hopefully these people I, not wash just, out in hollywood yeah, and they not keep just because
1: out. you're like oh they might end up somewhere yeah. you know it just treat people with yeah, kindness yeah. it's yeah. You know, I work for some very high profile people and I listen, they have their moments, of course, everybody does. But one thing I love about working for them and with them is that, you know, it's it's everyone's just got a job to do, whether you're the PA, if you're the driver, if you're the medic, if you're the guy that empties the trash cans, you know, like this is a business of community and everybody deserves the same level of respect. Everybody goes home to their families or to their cat and they have dreams and they have, you know, mothers and fathers and you know it's a journey life's a journey and you never know so mm-hmm. just be a good person yeah. there is such a hierarchy in our business and it's kind of bullshit because a camera operator is just as important as a lead actor yeah. uh, the guy who found the locations is just as important as the woman who's making sure everybody has coffee in the middle of the night you know th- these are things that that without them we don't have art and and where do we watch things why do we do this it's to to distract I, ourselves and to and tell stories and yeah.
0: yeah which we which bullshit. we love and this is why we do this podcast. I just hope more and more of like people in positions of like leadership in this yeah. industry starts like speaking up and saying like you don't do that, you don't speak that way, you know, and you don't talk to people that that way. And then these people start getting yeah. pushed out of here. Um well, that unfortunately, treat people like that, or they change.
1: Our business attracts people from all walks of life. There's Mm. people like you and me who are like, I just love storytelling. I love movies. I love TV. And I want to be a part of that community. And there's people who are like, I didn't get enough love in my childhood and I need to be the boss and I need to bully. It's like, it's like police, you know, we've talked about this. I don't think every single police officer is a bad person. I do think that it's a, it's a community of people that it naturally attracts people who maybe want to have a gun or, you know, mm. it, that's such a generalization, but you look at the film and TV industry and some people love the perpetuation of the abuse for me personally. And for you personally, it's like, we only want to work with good people. We only want to lift each other up. And mm. yeah. So I hear you on that. Yeah. Um, but it is time, David it is. Must decide if this film has aged like milk or rain fresh i will let you go first since you chose the film
0: thank you my lovely lady i'm gonna say this movie age like love potion number zero right it was the first potion that the gypsies were cooking up in a cauldron and it was not good they needed some trial and error to get to seven eight and nine and <laughs> for me overall this is just this aged very very poorly um yes. this is why I wanted to pick this and my memory was pretty spot on, spot on. uh um, yeah. how fuck this movie is um I don't I don't think any i I would hope nobody would want to make this movie anymore I know you no. like we say like you can't make this like anybody can make anything right but yeah. I would hope people would not want to make this fucking movie um I'm trying to
1: think about how you could even do it for today's audience yeah. like with yeah
0: you would have to definitely pull all the sex out of it right it would have
1: to be the charisma of it all and maybe the guy like charms his way into hollywood yeah or, yeah you
0: know. and he just or like exactly like catch,
1: you, like catch me if you can more like where he's tricking people into like you know to do stuff yeah and yeah.
0: just maybe like a confidence booster and not um influence influencing someone else yeah <laughs> exactly to have sex with you so i definitely think this movie is problematic um and i think it aged terribly and i haven't said that in a while (laughs) this podcast so uh that's that's where i stand what about no notes i agree (laughs) No no notes
1: what the fuck was this movie i mean this you changed the score i almost went for a shout out to like the music department today you change the score of this movie, this is a straight-up horror film, you know? <laughs> this is a the tale of a woman trying to escape the clutches of a guy, but she keeps, like, willingly fucking him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Horribly aged. The most rancid milk you can find in a Hello Kitty type, you know, I'm so funny and cute. Yeah. No, this is this is rotten egg milk inside of a, a cute packaging. But listen, we had to make this movie so that no one else did and uh, <laughs> so that we could move on to other rom-coms that are a bit more nuanced maybe exactly. I don't know because there's also um, what women want which isn't the exact same premise but there is a coercion element to it so it's not yeah. like there have been other films that have attempted it but this is the straight up like this is a potion that will Sub- indeed, uh, like, yeah,
0: s- under Jeez. a substance yeah. changing yes. like getting people to do something under a substance
1: oof wickety whack um and then of course the lack of diversity the lack of women you know talking to each other about anything else and just the idea that everyone is corruptible I suppose you know it's kind of interesting take I guess but still trash so (laughs) anyway that was a fun one I am glad I watched it thank you for bringing it to my attention now I can let that just go (laughs) and never think of it again (laughs) I don't see myself referencing this. You know, sometimes, you know. Oh, it's just about, like in Love
0: Potion Number Nine. Yeah. yeah. Or
1: it's like, oh, it's this meets this. Like, no. No <laughs> one's going to. No, no one needs that. You're only going to
0: say that if it's like a terrible story on CNN or something like that. Oh, just like Love Potion yeah. Number Nine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, well, thank you for bringing it to my attention. Yeah. Thank you for this sweet little podcast that we do together. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, you should just go ahead and check your fridge.
0: And make sure that milk ain't spoiled
1: gross milk is gross that's our show be careful if you find yourself attracted to somebody that you never would in a million years ask a lot more questions and also men women do not owe you their attention if if even if they're smiling at
0: you yeah you know wait a couple wait wait like two or three smiles or just, or a wink or a wave over yeah just and, let, just be and cool man just be and cool. go
1: away if they're not if they're not yeah. interested <laughs> all right see you later love bye. You, bye
0: love you bye